This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Okay. We do a podcast. Al, you look good in your Brooklyn t-shirt. What's up? Hi there, Jerry. Uh, so a couple things here I have today. One, uh, there's a thing in the uh, the Jersey Shore town of Belmar, New Jersey, where we did our kickoff the summer. Yep. There's a controversial thing happening down there. What's this now? Well, Verizon wants to put up cell towers along Ocean Avenue there, like where DJ's is, and uh, yeah, sure. up and down Ocean Avenue along the beach or along the boardwalk. No one wants that. No one wants that, exactly. The the people... Now, the towers, they look like... They kind of look like light poles, and they attach, a, like, a street light to it. Oh, is that all it is? Yeah, it's it, it's not terrible looking, but the residents, of course, are against it. They're always against It's like anything. People want stuff, but they don't want it built near them. Right, because yeah. all Verizon, their Verizon come out and say, listen, we just want to give you super-powered 5G wireless internet and great service. Right. And But people don't want it in their neighborhood. Correct. Because there are people that are also are not sure whether that's healthy for us to have a big to have towers near where we they're live. They're around us anyway, but I guess in that they case are. they're across the street. They right, they're around us anyway. Like we're right now, we're somehow consuming cellular rays. Oh, I mean, for they're sure. in our pocket, probably attacking our testicles as we speak. Right, we we have. We're both of us. I think you're on the Wi-Fi here. Are you on the Wi-Fi here? No, I do not use the. Okay, Wi-Fi. so I use the Wi-Fi here. So I got the Wi-Fi going. I've got the five G cell service going. I got I got all sorts of things going yeah. through us. Yeah. I don't know how radio waves. You know how you get pick up radio stations yeah. back in the day with an actual radio as opposed to like streaming it now. Like someone figured that out way back then. Like what the hell? I have no idea. Still, how that works? Makes no sense. I, I work in radio. Makes no sense. It's something that had to be discovered in the nineteen, early 1900s. Yeah, and what's interesting is if they figured that out, it's surprising that it took them that long to figure out the phones. Right, that we could send a picture or, or video. I don't mean the picture. I mean just the, the talking part. Yeah. That other stuff, that's nuts. I, that I do not understand. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't. Yeah, I'm with you. No, I guess I don't understand being able to talk into this thing and someone 3,000 miles away hearing me simultaneously. I don't get that either, I suppose. But it makes more sense when I think of just, all right, radio waves. I can kind of get the the blueprint for what it could be. Sending a video to somebody that they get in instantly, I... Very bizarre. Blows me away. Very bizarre. Email blows me away. What does? Email. Email, yeah. Like, how much space is there on the internet? 
Like on my Yahoo account, I think I have 17,000 emails and they don't charge me for it. And you'll look and you'll be like, Jerry, you're using, you're using 3% of your available mailbox. Doesn't make, I, I don't even know if there's a percent. I don't know. It used to be like when we were like CBS radio a number of years ago, you would get to a point, you'd get an email that goes, hey, your mailbox is full. Yeah. You had to delete stuff. Yeah, you'd have to delete stuff that had attachments yeah. or any video or pictures or audio. Gmail I pay for. Yeah. Gmail I do because it's part of the whole photos, yes. all the storage. So I get that. This Yahoo, though, I've had my, my Yahoo email address since, I don't know, 1990-something. I've had it a long time. I think as soon as I started working here in 97 um, is when I got it. Because I think I, got, I feel like I created it in the newsroom. So it's like 97, 98. So I've had that email, the one specific email for 25 years. Thousands of emails are in that still. And yet, I've never paid a dime. No. You don't get a notice telling you you got to clear out your Yahoo email address? No. Weird. It is very weird. So I don't know what's going to end up happening with these uh, cell towers. They did get a whole bunch of signatures from people that, and I guess if you get a, I don't know how that works. Like if you get a certain amount of signatures. They say no. Yeah, but I love Verizon to come out and go, look, we just, okay, we just want to give you the best cell service you could get. Yeah. It is funny. You're right. No one wants it in their neighborhood, but. But then they'll complain if the service isn't good enough. Well, I can't. How am I supposed to order pizza to the beach? Right. I can't even get cell service here in the ocean. Why is this photo taking six seconds to download instead yeah. of one? I still feel like like we're going to Connecticut today after the show. Yeah. Uh, staying in a hotel. That apparently everybody knows about. Which What's funny is like I still feel like hotel Wi-Fi and airplane Wi-Fi still sucks. Yeah, it does. The airplane one I get. You're in the middle of the sky. I have no idea how you're getting it. But there's, it's not good. There's no reason why hotel Wi-Fi should suck. I agree. The only thing I can think of is that too many people are on it. It's so like when you go to, like when I go to Rutgers, when yeah. I go to the rack, Jersey Mike's Arena, as it's now called. When I first get there, and like I bought my Samsung tablet because of this, I would bring my, I bought a small Google laptop specifically just to have live stats up. And so when I would get there, I would open the computer and there'd be nobody in the building and the Wi-Fi is like, the greatest Wi-Fi ever. When there's 8,500 people in the building, though, and everybody's using it, it slows down. It's okay, but it's not like it was two hours prior when I was, like, yeah. lightning fast. I think the same thing applies in the hotels. I really do. I think it's certain time. Like, you ever try and use, and I only do this because when I'm with Rutgers, you ever try, try and use hotel Wi-Fi in the afternoon? No. Phenomenal. At night, terrible. Because everyone's on it. Yeah, I really think that's part of it. Yeah, that could be. I don't know. I feel like that we should be stepping up our game with that. Well, that's probably true, too. I, also, what I do in a lot of cases now is I tether off my phone. Yeah. My phone data right to the laptop. What's weird to me is how, like, if, if you go to a concert, uh, good luck trying to get on your phone, right? You're yeah. at MetLife Stadium. There's 80,000 people there. Yeah. And yet... You'll see somebody live streamed the Taylor Swift concert. Yeah, Somebody's posting uh, ten minute long videos to their Twitter while they're there. How are you doing that? Don't know. I do not know. Yeah, I don't dedicated Wi Fi or dedicated line. I don't know. I don't know. It's a great question. I can't figure out why how to live stream anything. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I know how to go live on Instagram. I think, but that's about it. Now, if you go that's live on live Instagram, streamed. how long can you go live for? I think you can go forever. 
So I could live stream my son's game if I wanted to? Yeah, probably. For, really? Yeah, people do that on like uh, Facebook Live as well. You could just live stream. So about you like want. YouTube, I wanted to do a real YouTube channel with the cornhole and all the things we yeah. do. But you need a thousand subscribers. Or you can't. Or you can't even have a channel? Nope. To, oh, to you live have a stream. a channel, but to do a live, to do live yeah. programming, you have to have a thousand subscribers. I'm just a little short. <laughs> How many do you need, Jerry? Uh, I need another 970. Okay, so other than that, you would be able to get right on Baby that. steps. I think I, remember, I got my 30th the other day. I remember when I was looking to start a YouTube channel, I thought it would be easy to just get... No. No, it's impossible. It's really difficult. If you want to try to earn money from it with ads, you have to have 1,000 subscribers. Is that true? That's like their minimal for to get anything. So that way they know like you've got a legitimate yeah. starting to get people following and that sort of thing. Yeah, I thought it would be... I really thought it would be fun with the GoPro and the different things that I now have. And with the phones, I thought we could, like, live stream the big matches of the night. That'd be yeah. cool. Like, what the hell? If no one's watching, so be it. But I thought it would be something like a perk for the guys that were playing. Hey, you know, this match tonight's going to be live streamed on YouTube. If you want to tell people, we're going to just set up a camera and there it'll be. And I'm like, on YouTube, like, wow, I can't do this. You that cannot sucks. do this. You could do it on your uh, Instagram only. Yeah, which I'm not going to do because no one cares. I wanted to share with you a uh, a tweet that our boss put out there, Mr. Spike Eskin. I okay. wanted to get your take on this. Was this theory. recently? This was this morning. Okay. Let me get Spike's Twitter up here. Do do do, uh, Mr. Spike Eskin, Jerry. All right, Jerry. You know, uh, Spike comes in very early. He goes to a gym here in New York City. Yeah. Because he was coming in at normal times, but he was the sitting. Traffic in, was killing him. Traffic was killing him, so he decided I'm going to come in super early. And I'm going to uh, join a gym here in New York City. Right. I'll go to the gym. I'll shower and everything. I'll come back and I will start my work day. Okay. So he put out a tweet that says this. The men's locker room at the gym, simply too many inconsiderate people. Consider the following rules. There is a towel shortage at the same time every day. The average man does not need two large towels after you shower. Take one. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, one towel. But here's the thing. One towel to wrap. Yeah, you do need to. And this, I have the same theory here as I do when I go to a hotel that tells me save the oceans and hang your towels up to dry. Sorry, I'm paying whatever the crazy monthly fee is for this gym in New York. I'm taking two towels. Yeah, I'm. I as I think about that, I think you do need two yeah. towels. One to wrap, one to dry. Uh, part uh, second part of Spike's observation. Speaking of towels, he says. Pick up your towels and dispose of them when you're done. I agree with that. 100%. Don't like be a e pig. Right. Even that's though, rude. Even though you are paying for the nah, service rude. of the gym, you can't just throw your wet towel that now, was where on. Where does it stop? That you just throw your water bottle on the ground? <laughs> no, I'm right. I'm Wipe your butt that. and throw that on the ground instead yeah. of the toilet. No, he's right about that. You're right about that, right? Yep. It's simple, too. They have yes. these big bins. No and one it's wants, rude. No one wants to pick up your disgusting... Ball towel. Agreed. Now, in hotel rooms, they tell you to throw the towel on the floor when it's one that you're done with. Yep. They should put a little... Uh, hamper. Use towel hamper in, in each hotel room. It's more respectful for, for the people coming in and cleaning. Except you know what will happen. What? People will be throwing their um, their eaten yogurt ca right. containers in there thinking it's garbage. Correct. But I do think that's a good idea. If it's in the bathroom and it says laundry... Right. But... Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. That way, I'm not saying for the people coming in to clean up, they no, no, don't I know. feel as disrespectful. I agree. Here we go. His next point. 
if it's a busy time and it's crowded, the bench in front of your locker is not a great place to sit and check your email. Do it somewhere else. Okay. And I said to him, I go, where would you like these people to do it? Again, I kind of feel like I'm paying my monthly fee. I want to sit here. He said there are beautiful areas just outside the locker room with plenty of seating mm. for people to enjoy. Okay. Uh, here's one, Jerry. You do not need to be naked while you shave. No, you don't. No one wants to see it. No one wants to see that. No, put your clothes. No, I'm 100%. At least put some pants on. Very weird. Disgusting. Did you ever see a man blow dry his pubes at the gym? I did. Congratulations. I saw a guy take have, a shower. I've never I've never belonged to a gym. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I belonged to a gym for a long time, a bunch of different gyms over the years. No, I've never I've never had a gym membership. He's right, though. There are guys just and I look like it. walking around nude in the locker room. Yeah, Very weird. All... And shaving nude. Shaving. Shave at home. <laughs> like what? Yes. This is not your bedroom. Yeah. Or your bathroom. I... Some people take full advantage. They're like, if I'm joining this gym and paying, I'm going to use the gym's shaving cream, the gym's I razors. I get it. Like, so when we fly charters, the private charter company that Rutgers uses, the bathroom is f- beautiful. On the plane? No, 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 At the charter company. Oh, at the... Oh, at the we were waiting for the plane yeah. to go. And, uh, you know, we get back here at 2 o'clock in the morning. There's no one there. You go to the bathroom before I got to make the ride here or home or whatever. And they have the toothpaste, little uh, throwaway toothpaste containers. They have toothbrushes. They got mouthwash. Yeah. They got razors. Like, I could move in. Yeah. But... So I know what you're saying, but I would not do that at a gym. Right. I would say that's to be used in a pinch, not yes. your everyday. Not daily usage. Right. Not daily usage. As it would talk about taking the membership fee to little extremes. Yes. And his final point is this, Jerry. You do not need to stand in the middle of the rocker, locker room as you dig into your ears with Q-tips, which he writes, which is gross anyway and bad for your ears. Why wouldn't you? But why wouldn't you do that by the garbage pail by the sink? Why I don't would you know. be in the middle of the lot? What dweeb does that? This is uh, enough dweebs where in Spike felt he had to put this message out. Okay. Well, I hope all did he specifically address it in the the tweet get addressed to his gym? No. Like the porn star was addressing Zion Williamson and the Pelicans. No, he did not put his name on so it. So this was just a random tweet. Well, he put his name on it. No, he no, no, he I could know, put but, the gym's name but on it. But it should have gone to like, where well, I don't know the name of the yeah, gym. I don't know either. X gym. It should have been at X gym. Yes. Like, I'm not I'm not a happy customer. Here's why. I've heard that, though, about the Q-tips that you're not supposed you're going to. going too far. Yeah. Are you? Do you use a Q-tip? I do. Me too. Yes, I do. I don't have one. I like the idea of the vacuum ones that yeah. they now make, uh, but I haven't bought one yet. So, I also want to get Navage. What is that? For your nose. What does Navage do? It cleans out your nose. How so? What is it? The water. Sifts the water through, but not like a neti pot. It's like this thing that goes on your face. Oh, I've not seen this. Yeah. And it's supposed to really clean out all the crap that basically gets stuck in your nose. Wow. Yeah. Good yeah. nose health. Yeah, I have heard about the Q-tips not being good. Like As you said, you could go too far. But I feel like, and you probably feel this way too, that you're, you, you really know... How to use the Q-tip in your ear. I do. I would never try and do it to someone else. And every now and then, you do hit a spot where you go, oh, a little uh, too uh, far. Right. A little too far. I have a two-step process for my ears. I Shocking. <laughs> I first to do uh, a toilet paper in my ear, then the Q-tip. Okay. Then I feel like I got it all. There you go. And yet still, some days I pull out crap, wax out of my ear. It's amazing, isn't it? 
with the Q-tip. Other times, nothing. Yeah, it's very strange. Like, and what we, builds it up? We must need the wax. I guess. Just like we must need something in our noses that you're washing out with that, that piece. Well, that's from breathing all the different crap that's in the air, they say, yeah. and for allergies. It's oh, I see what you're saying. really clean you up. Because I do know people um, wax their nose hairs, which I don't think you're supposed to do. That sounds like painful. Yeah, and the nose hairs are there to block bad things from Correct. going into your... Like a filter. Yeah, like a filter. Mm-hmm. You need a filter. But you still have to cut them, though. You do have to trim you them up. You can't look like a 75-year-old man that's got a weeds coming out of your right. nose. Just like you have to change the filter on your air conditioning unit. Yes. You well, have I have to... air conditioning right now, so I'm good. <laughs> you have to change the filter on your nose. Right. No air conditioning? Will you have it this summer or no? No, no I'm going to get it next April. So you're going to go... My well... wife, we're dealing one summer without it. It, okay. bro- it broke. I had a deal. With, I had a, As you know, I had to spend nine grand on a new furnace. I've had a lot go on. I told her, we can make one summer. We're fine. And you have individual units. Yeah. In I, and I bought, I bought one specifically. So we're we're lucky in that our house, we have a room in the back that gets no sunlight, really. And it's cool. It's really, the room is cool. Even in the middle of the summer, it's not a bad room. The kitchen is what it is. And then we have a really, you know, have a great family room in the front that gets hot. The sun is on it all afternoon. So I bought one of those stand-up air conditioners. You turn it on, and within four minutes, the room's cool. Yeah. So that room's always going to be cool. Be cool, and we have those upstairs. So it's like you can sleep cool. You got a room to watch TV cool. The back room with the TV's fine. The basement's always cool. Like what? We're good. I'll spend the ten thousand dollars on the air conditioning next spring. Next year. Like I just finished paying off the furnace. I'm not. We're good. Right. So she agreed. What type of units you have? You have those ones that the that... central air. I don't have two zone. No, no, no. I'm saying like the, the, the ones that you bought for oh. the rooms. Are they window units or the kind no, the of stand, stand up? up? Yeah. The stand up ones. Those seem cool. They are cool. And they work amazing. You ever see the ones they have in restaurants sometimes or stores you go into that are in older buildings? And it's like a big unit that goes yes, high right up on the on wall. The, yeah, but like high up on the Mitsubishi, wall. Mitsubishi, I think, makes yeah. them. Yeah. Those look cool. Those are like ventless too, I believe. Yeah. They're expensive though, I think. But they're supposed to be really good. Yeah. Yes, I have seen those. Not bad. Yeah. Let me get one of those. More, better than $10,000. Tell you well, that right I, now. I don't think that that's going to do the job for the whole house, though. Uh, perhaps not. I had many people send this to me yesterday, Jerry. Uh, and they sent it to me DM'd on Instagram. So this was- They're po- boobs. This was, no, they're not boobs. This was posted on Instagram by somebody. And it's a story about a psych- psychologist who said on her podcast- that those who consume serial killer type shows at night before bed might be because the trauma is familiar to them. If your idea of relaxing before you go to sleep is to watch three episodes of Law and Order, I would encourage you to think about why is trauma relaxing to me? Or how about real documentaries about real murders? Right. Al. So if this sounds like you, you may be in need of some pretty serious counseling. I've always found it odd. Some of us, she says, grew up in high-stress situations, so people mistake peace for boring. To come home to yourself, you have to lean into the discomfort because it's going to feel unfamiliar. So those individuals want trauma mm-hmm. to relax. You relating to this? I really don't feel like I relate to this. I, I relate to the fact that I like watching serial killer documentaries at night before bed. 
but I don't relate to a be the way I kind of look at it. Like I'm so glad I don't have this chaotic life. Yeah. Well, I don't look at it that way. I feel bad for the victims. Yes. And then I get angry with the criminals. But it's also, you have to try to think like what made, what about that criminal makes them not human? Yeah, I I you got know? it. I understand. It's weird. I'm not, but I'm not interested or have the time to diagnose them. Yeah, no, Other right. people get paid to do that. And they don't even do a good job because it's very puzzling sometimes. Yeah, for sure. And it takes them a long time to figure it out. Yes. Other uh, than most of these really bad, violent criminals have some sort of trauma themselves in their past. So it's like... One thing leads to another. Yeah. Trauma leads to trauma, they trauma say. Trauma leads to trauma, as yep. they say. That's right. What are we thinking for dinner tonight, maybe? What, like, what type of food are we going to get? Whatever you... I honestly, Steaks, burgers? I honestly don't care. As long as we go nice and early by five, okay. I'm good. I want some red meat, Jerry. Because That's I what I'm talking about. Because I feel the need to get up before... With where we're staying, Yeah, I ain't getting up before 3.30. Oh, yeah. So, to me, I can get to bed at 8.30 mm-hmm. and sleep seven hours tonight. That would be unbelievable. Hmm. That sounds awesome. So 3.30, I get up at 3.30, shower, get over there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get up at 3.30, I'm out the door at 3.50. Should be in the parking lot by 4 o'clock. Yeah. So works for me. Okay. We're three miles away, I believe. Is that right? That's what it said. You know where we're going to cash in on this trip, Jerry? When we when we put in mileage for uh, sure. on our expense report. Yeah, for sure, especially with how much oh. gas costs right now. Ooh, a little mileage for, yeah. the, bo- for the boys. Yeah. Mileage cash for the boys, Jerry. Like the mileage cash. Yeah. It's always good. Oh, yeah. This mileage a, tolls. This is a 360-mile round tripper. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a lot of miles, Jerry, and we're going to put in for our, our our burgers tonight. Yes, we are. And our big-ass beers that we're going to have. Big-ass beers. We're going to have some big-ass <laughs> beers. We're going to get dessert as well. Oh, it sounds good. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show here. We'll be back tomorrow. Now, there will not be a uh, post-game podcast tomorrow. No, there will not. We'll just post the uh, warm-up show because we're going to have to leave right from... Correct. Right, because Atiki and Tierney are broadcasting there, too. We don't have the the, the capacity to do the podcast. So... eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Talk New York sports with us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. And Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, hi there. Wow, this sounds weird. I've got new headphones. I don't know, CeeLo. These are sounding very bassy to me. Okay, well, you know what? You'll adjust. Woo. You'll get used to it. Yeah, right? I don't it know. takes time. It I takes don't know, time. man. Oh, I, hi, CeeLo. Uh, good morning. I'll take credit for that because I called you out about that on the air yesterday, and you bang, did. next day, new headphones. Well, it's funny. I had brought in uh, my headphones that I wear. It's like a much like a uh, baseball player's glove. Like sometimes it might be time to get rid of the glove, but that becomes part of, of you. Of course. My, my headsets were part of my bald yeah. head and ears, and I never didn't want to part with them, but they really kept falling apart, falling apart. You mentioned it yesterday. Every time I was grabbing them when I was in the control room during the actual 6 to 10 a.m. show, they would slipping off, and it was just going to be a disaster. Yeah, they were basically getting to the point where they were going to disintegrate, it they looked were. like. But uh, I got to tell you, this feels very weird in my headset, so it's going to probably throw me off for a bit soon. It'll take though. a little time. It's going to take a little time You'll be to okay, adjust. It may, these might also be those um, the headphones that have like um, noise canceling. Sure. So maybe that's engaged. I have engaged. no idea. All right, then. But this is uh, it. But uh, Jerry is uh, in for Boomer again today. Yes. Uh, Boomer will be back tomorrow. You're all up at the Travelers. Yeah, we will be live from the Travelers Golf in some place called Cromwell, Connecticut. Never heard of you. TPC River Highlands. Is this the type of tournament that's on television? Oh, yes. Oh, it is? On what, Golf Channel? All all the tournaments are on the PGA Tour. Yeah, but I mean mean like on real television, like CBS or something. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a CBS CBS event, but that'll be more so on the weekend. Usually it's it's split. Like ESPN Plus has the early streaming coverage. Then you usually get Golf Channel in the mix. And then I think it's a CBS tournament, which would be on the weekend. In fact, I'm almost positive it's a CBS tournament. So you get Nance and Trevor Immelman. Colt knows the boys yeah, up there. Hello, friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Because I don't go to things unless they're nationally televised. You well, know the what I mean, practice Cilo? round tomorrow won't be televised. No, that I understand. Okay. But I mean, as long as I'm at something. Like we go to Super Bowl week. Yeah. Those weeks isn't broadcast, but I know it's leading up right. to a big event. If the event's not going to be on television, yeah. you're not interested in covering it. Correct. Right. I'm a big event guy. Sure. I'm not one of these house shows like pro wrestling used to do where they'd wrestle at Nassau Coliseum and wouldn't no cameras would be there. Why am I risking my life? The old closed circuit television situation? Uh, well, no. It was just like they call those house shows oh, where right. the, the, it's just in that arena for the night. Kind of like Boomer and Geo Live. Kind of like Boomer and Geo Live. But you went to that. I did go to that. Mm. I was forced. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to see a very drunk Boomer size and slip on uh, the ranch dressing. So hey, I was like, mm, pretty close. I'm going to go to that then. Yeah. CeeLo, yesterday, the New York Mets... Here's the thing. When the things work like they're supposed to work, like Steve Cohen has assembled a team, he and Sandy Alderson, right? They've put together some... No, not Sandy Alderson. Billy I thought Ep- he hired Billy Sandy Epler. Alderson. Sandy's been phased out. Billy He's Epler somewhere, is though, isn't GM. he? 
He's like maybe a consultant yeah, or consultant. something. I don't know what's. So I got a call. Doesn't... It's Billy Epler. I got a call the other day from a dude who was mad at. Uh, he said that Steve Cohen's big mistake was bringing in Sandy Alderson. Well, he brought him back. He brought him back, but he's sort of. So he didn't have anything to do with this. So it's Billy this Epler. particular season, yeah. not to the All extent right. that Billy Epler did. No. Who brought in Francisco Lindor? Uh that's a good question. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for a good question. I don't even remember Solid now. questions. I'm going to guess Sandy Well, let's Alderson. see. This is his... his yeah, team. it had to be. Because this is Lindor's third year. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when everything is working as it's supposed to work, the Mets do very well. Max Scherzer went out there yesterday through eight innings. First time as a Met. Woo! In 91 pitches. Very efficient. Very efficient. Eight innings. Gave up four hits, one run, eight strikeouts, one walk. That's solid. Francisco, That's more than solid. Francisco Lindor, who you mentioned. We got him. You said three years ago. I'm going to take your word for that. This is his third year. Yeah. This is his the third first year. The first year was the with Javi Baez and the the thumbs down. And oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah. did not yeah. go well. No. Well, we bounced back. Right. He had a good year last year. He's struggling a little bit from a batting average standpoint this year, but the production, the power numbers are there. Mm-hmm. RBIs. Would you call last night a struggle? Not at all. I wouldn't. Five RBIs. Got the got the haircut, trimmed it down, had the second daughter, and all of a sudden, things, are, things happening. are happening. Yeah. Know what it is. Sometimes when you have a kid, you might know this, Cielo. You have two children. Right. So does Sometimes he. Sometimes when you have a kid, you go, oh my gosh, I better get it together. I got this kid to take care of. Or maybe just, hey, you know what? When your wife is pregnant and expecting, there's a lot going on. Chaos at I home. I mean, listen, there is too when there's a newborn. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But on the other side of that, maybe it's sort of like you, you exhale a little bit, you take a breath. What's worse? Healthy baby number two. I think it's baby number two for him. What's worse, having a newborn at home or having a pregnant wife at home? Very pregnant wife. Like what's I would, more annoying? For me personally, it was definitely newborn, specifically yeah. my first my first son. Because you didn't know what was going well, on. He, well, that, yeah, we were new parents. And he was cranky and colicky and had all kinds of, not like serious issues, but just like, it was a struggle. Yeah. He didn't sleep well, didn't eat well. It was like a long list of things. But how do you go like, Mama, I have another one of these. <laughs> That's, that well, was... We waited three years. <laughs> and you <laughs> and kind I was of... like, ah, we, we should probably give him a sibling. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like, I figured like you wait three years, then by then you kind of forget like the bad parts. Mm, it's sort of on the fringe, like you're you're not really trans. And also you have to remember, he they were they were born three years apart, but then you back it up nine months, really like two and change years, you know, before she got pregnant. Right. So you're still in diapers with your first kid and dealing with all that stuff. I will say now at seven and four, the idea of... Going like restarting that clock and having another newborn is yeah. not happening. Uh, I mean, listen, anything's possible. Never say never, but how long sounds like a daunting task. How long in the human existence do you think it took us to figure out that it takes that it's always nine months when you get pregnant to have a baby? I don't know. I mean, there are exceptions to that, obviously. Yeah, but at some point, someone had to go. You know what? I kind of think like this seems. Yeah, this feels like seems it like takes nine a, months. Yeah, it feels like it takes around nine months every know. time. Didn't they used to like keep track of the days, carving it into stone like back? You know. Well, they stone didn't even know when you were pregnant back then because there was no one to tell you you were pregnant. Until I mean, your stomach started getting. Oh, well, I was gonna say once you. Yeah, yeah. But prior to that, like right. You, your you, point you, is, if you you didn't know. Until it was visible, yeah. you wouldn't have known when to start tracking it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're all of a sudden, you're a cave woman, right. and you start to have a yeah. stomach. Then you go, uh-oh. Or 
probably no back then everyone was happy with pregnancy they go oh this is exciting i'm gonna have a baby who knows when right this we'll could see. be we'll see <laughs> we'll figure it out by the way i love that you started to go into your list of good things that happened for the mets last night yeah and we got to lindor <laughs> and now we're with the cave cavemen and women yeah gestational periods no well we'll bring it back to that we're bringing this back to natural <laughs> nature lindor has a baby very natural yeah now he's back to hitting he's in a good place he's in a groove right Tonight he goes over five or three Ks. We come in tomorrow, start wailing on him again. <laughs> the hell's the matter with this guy? By the way, I did watch the extensive highlight package as this game mm-hmm. didn't get underway until eight o'clock, That's which correct. is my bedtime. Uh, Pete Alonso, seeing the lineup. Yes, is this guy? This guy came back. I don't know who would even know. Uh, well, we talked about it all of yesterday no, morning's no. program. I'm, I'm saying his productivity now in okay, two games can has got to be a big two fat games. zero. Let's, let's calm down. Can he have a baby? Uh, and then he'll do well. He, I don't think he has one yet. I don't think he has a baby either. He's enjoying life first. Yes. Then he'll he have was a baby. in there. He was one for four with a all walk right. last night and a run scored. Okay. Better than uh, the first game back when he was 0 for 4 with 3Ks and an error. Correct. So baby steps. And here's the thing. When no you pun win, intended. When you win 11 to 1. Yeah, no one cares. A single and a walk ain't going to make the highlight package. Yeah, but it's not going to make the highlight package, but it's also not going to get people on your case because they're focused right. on the fact that Lindor had a good game and Vogelback had a good game and Tommy Pham had two more hits and Scherzer was great. And they uh, blew him out. Blew out those Jordan Alvarez less Astros. Yes. And how about that, Daniel Vogelback? This fella had a was forced into taking a mental break. Do we know that he was forced, or was that like yeah. a collaborative situation? Yeah, I don't know if I'm buying that. Good. Uh, I heard held at gunpoint. Take oh, a mental break. Okay. That'll really ease your mind. Oh, you get it. <laughs> we all should take mental breaks, I guess. Although he said he didn't, while he was told to take a mental break, he still used that time to focus on hitting. Right. Well, I think the mental break to. was from the day-to-day grind of. You might be in the lineup. You might pinch hit, this, okay. that, or the other thing. So he was on the active roster, but I think they kind of said, you're going to just not play for a few days. Right. And so what happened? I don't know. Maybe he got some T-swings in, did a little video work, a little cage work. Here's what we know, though. Two home runs since his return. That's right. Crushed it. Eh. And another, another, I think, a single. He had a two-run single to cap yeah. the scoring. He opened the scoring and yeah. capped the scoring out. Yes. How about the Mets scored five in the third? Five more in the ninth. Five. And Two Lindor five had, spots. Lindor had five, five of RBIs. Those. Yeah. Five dollar cool. parlay. The five dollar five team parlay. That's what it was tonight. So here's the thing now. We got Mr. Justin Verlander tonight. No pressure with your World Series ring. Yeah, that was a little weird. They gave him his World Series ring last it's night. It's not weird. Teams do that all the time. And they were like, welcome back. Yeah. Our hometown. Justin Why Verlander. wouldn't they? I don't know. He's he on the opposing for team so now. What? He left you. The, in the dirt. The, our teams here in New York give guys that were here for a cup of coffee like video tributes. I mean, come That's on. That's true. They won the World Series last year. He was a huge part of it. Reigning AL Cy Young Award winner. Of course they're going to give him his mm. ring. If you want to say what was weird is that they did it on night where they wore those uh, Space City jerseys or whatever the heck they are. They're City, the city, city Gear connect, jerseys. City whatever city it connect. is. Yeah. You're right. City Dusty connect. Baker out there with the Spaceland I Navy want, blue jersey handed Verlander his World Series ring. They should have uh, put on those old school rainbowy type yeah. of. Uh, they weren't really. Surprised they haven't brought. The, I know what you're saying though. Yeah, they just had all the, the multicolors. Yeah. yeah, the hat as well. Yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. In the J.R. Richard era, mm. great right picture. Right over my head. By the way, 
the Mets beating the Astros 11-1, that's for all those Mike Scott scuffed balls in 86. Oh, yeah, we're all even up now. <laughs> we, call, we get a sweep here. How about this? We get a sweep. Call it even. Call it even, okay. exactly. Sure. But we got to take all, was it a three-game three, series? Yeah. We got to take all three. We get all three, we don't bring up Mike Scott ever again. 86, then they won. I know, but that guy was a jerk. Okay, but they won. That's the ultimate F you is you win the series. I don't know why when he was a pitcher on the Mets, he didn't decide to scuff up baseballs. Maybe he did, and it just didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't figure out what to use correctly. I don't know. Got he just Houston. was so bad at that point Man. that it didn't matter. I hated the Astros back then. And we got to actually National meet, League days. Yeah, National League days. We actually got to meet, meet Mike Scott when the Super Bowl was in Houston. He came by Radio Row. Did you uh, tell him you hated him? I put him right in the headlock, CeeLo, and I, I gave him the I'm old sure you did. Robin Ventura <laughs> when no one was looking right in Do his you, head. Uh, it's the other way around, actually. What happened? Nolan Ryan put Robin Ventura <laughs> in the headlock. Right, I gave Basically him the old gave Nolan. Him noogies. Yeah, I gave him the old Nolan Ryan. <laughs> there you go. Right in his. But that was when he was with the Rangers, not the head. Astros. Right. That Nolan Ryan, that dude was a... Yeah. And what team was Robin Ventura on when that happened? I believe he's on the White Sox. Very good. That Nicely was a done. White Sox-Rangers Yes, brew. it was. Aha. Yeah. So Robin Ventura, he came running out like a fool, right? Correct. Charged the mound. Ryan basically put put his glove down and yeah. was ready for him. Headlocked. <laughs> Headlocked. Punching him right in, the, right, in the, right in the top of the head. Yeah. The, that guy, Super 70 Sports yeah. on uh, Twitter, he takes the uh, starting lineup figures of that and 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 it's actually in an, a position where you could actually put him in that's a headlock excellent yeah and punch him i probably had both of those growing up and yeah you collected think, those oh yeah starting lineups yes i had a boomer bangles oh is that right yep and what'd you do with all of them do you still have them somewhere um my parents might have them somewhere i forget when they sold my childhood home in new jersey and moved to one of these 55 plus we had a memorabilia day where myself and my siblings, we all came and they put out stuff that they weren't going to keep. And if mm-hmm. we wanted to take it, we had to take it. If oh, not, like it was getting chucked. So I don't remember if those factored in or not. I'd have to check. I might have them even in my garage somewhere. Maybe they're in your attic melting away in Could the be. summer. Right. They're, they're, they're just a pool of plastic. Right. When your parents move from the home you grew up in yeah. and they decide to go 55 and older, mm-hmm. my parents did the same a number of years ago. They're like, these ain't coming with us. Right, yeah. If you want it, it's on you yeah. to store it now. We're yeah. not taking it. Right. We're downsizing. Yeah. So either take it or it's gone. Yep. Sure. Sure. Because I remember I had to make a decision. Did I want to store all of my Star Wars figures? And I did. I'm storing them. <laughs> you know what I didn't store? Battlestar Galactica figures. Okay. They went right in the trash. Now, store them. Do you have a storage unit that's part of your condo, like on the premises there, or did you have to rent out space? No, no, no. I have like a little basement area, okay. a storage area in the basement. Yes. So they, they did assigned make it. Assigned to your... Yeah, assigned to me. Got it. Nice. So yeah, we had room there. in there for those. I had room in there okay. for those. But that was it. Like, I have baseball cards. <clears throat> I saved Star Wars figures. Those Star Wars figures are worth nothing. Oh, well, because you opened them. I was going that was my next question. Were you like Steve Carell and Forty Year Old Virgin, where everything stays in the box? No, okay. I, I opened. You everything. took them out and played with them. Got yeah. The other uh, problem same is starting lineup. Yeah. yeah. The other problem is back in those in those years, they massively produced everything. Sure. So nothing became a collector's item because there's the market was flooded. Uh, but if you kept them in the box, I bet they Maybe. would have some value. Yeah, those starting uh, lineup figures in the box. Oh, are, yeah. are still worth big something. time. But yeah. imagine like. You're a kid. You get that. Yeah. No, we're going to keep it in the box. 
You know, what's the fun in that? No fun. As an adult, you make a few hundred bucks or whatever it is, great. But like, why bother as a child? Yeah. Yeah. It's like you, people buy those uh, Lego sets and don't open them oh. because they know they're going to be worth something. God. Come on. Life is to be played with. Yeah. Right? Are you taking that your own advice? Yes. Are you? Probably not. Okay. Let's take a quick break here, Sula. Mm. When we come back, I've got a couple of NFL notes. Rocking the net shirt today. Yeah. Interesting choice. It is an interesting choice. Uh, uh, Brooklyn Nets t-shirt. I saw it in the drawer today. I was like, you know what? I have not worn that in a long time. I'm going to put that on today. Uh, same for me. I've not worn my You're Killing Me small shirt in quite some time. Yeah. Threw that on. Do you have a sort of a, a rotation to know that you're not wearing the same shirts? Um, Not really. I, I don't have a ton of clothes, to be honest with you. Like, if I worked here regularly five days a week, I'd be exposed. We'd see a I'd lot of the same. I'd have to add to my wardrobe. Yeah. 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 That's good, though. It's good to have a minimal amount of clothing. I suppose. That's Some a, of it just doesn't fit me anymore. That's that's also part of the problem. They call that a minimalist <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah. The less things you have, the more uncluttered your mind is. I could see that's that. That's the theory. Yeah. Like when you have a cluttered home, you have a cluttered mind. Makes sense. That's why it's always good to clear out your closets, clear out the drawers. You know, most, most people only do that when they're moving. Right. Like your parents did before. Yeah. They were like, exactly. we're getting rid of all this stuff <sighs> if you want it. We had this stowed in the house somewhere. Yeah. Right. I was looking for that 20 years ago. Here it is. So declutter your home and your closets, and you will declutter your mind. Love it. That's what the minimalists Philosophical, say. Al. Very philosophical. All right, and then uh, 6 o'clock, uh, Gio will be here with Mr. Jerry Recco. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This morning, this is Adele. Yes, it is. She's got jockage. <laughs> She's announced to the world. Nicola, or <laughs> <laughs> that's Jokic. Yeah, I know. But this is Jokic. Mad dog. Well, sometimes. Oh, I see. Yeah. No, she said she told the audience. Jokic of Denver. Yeah, Jokic. About it. She's got jockage. <laughs> she uh, is performing in, uh, I guess she has a Las Vegas residency. Yeah. Which Who is doesn't re- these days, honestly? Which is really cool. Yeah, you, of course. You, the crowd comes to you. Right. That is awesome. I mean, I guess you have to set up shop in Vegas for a yeah. while, though, no? Yes, you know? yeah, I mean, well, absolutely. But if they, you don't live anywhere near Vegas. Right, like, but they, they set you up in the penthouse of whatever hotel sure, but you're I mean, performing Have at. you been to Las Vegas? In nope. the, okay. It's been so, a while. 
generally speaking, I mean, you've got to be a very disciplined individual if you're going to spend more than just a couple of, even if it's just a couple of days. Right. Like usually the ideal amount of time is maybe like three days max. Yep. Because there's a lot of uh, vices out there. Now, when you're someone as successful as to have your own residency there, yes. you're probably doing okay. So as long as you're not, you know, an uncontrollable gambler, you should be okay. Right. But it's a lot of time out there. It's a lot of time out yeah. there. Everyone is on vacation every day, so you're surrounded by that. But I think these people will get very disciplined, like Adele. You know, yeah. she goes up to that penthouse of hers, wherever she's staying. Hangs out, a little hangs spa out. action. Yeah, spa Hit action, the pool. a little exercise, hits the pool, has nice dinners brought in or goes somewhere. And I'm sure, like, I mean, how many shows do we think that they're doing consecutively without a day or a couple of days off? Like, it can't be every night, is it? They have to have um, a it can't be every someone. night, no. Right. can't be every night. And they could, you know, they could... Fly private to wherever they want. Correct. Go back. She's a. I think she lives in Cali now. Yeah. Oh, is that right? I think I've seen her at the Laker games a lot. Maybe you are correct. Right. Doesn't she? Was it the uh, Lakers? I don't know. She's dating uh, one of those big shots. Paul Wall. Paul Paul Wall. (laughs) Chris Paul. Rich Paul. Rich Paul. Is that? (laughs) We're just. We're just grasping Adele boyfriend. Rich Paul. Yeah. Who's uh? He's with the what? Clutch Sports agent. Yeah, he's an agent. He's Draymond Green's agent. He was in the news yesterday. Oh, okay, good. He was the one that informed ESPN Draymond's opting out of his $27.6 million player option. Wow. Must so what, be nice. What a combination story. We've got Adele's boyfriend is with Draymond Green, and, and she's he's got, opting out. And she's got Jock Itch in Vegas. And Adele herself is making news for having Jock Itch. I guess she told the audience, she goes, listen, I've got Jock Itch. I was officially diagnosed by my doctors. She blames uh, wearing uh, Spanx sure. and sweating a lot under the lights. She's working hard. And the humidity of Vegas. There is no humidity in Vegas. I mean, the uh, heat in Vegas. Well, but it's a dry heat. Dry heat. Yeah. But it's still causing jock itch because uh, the, the sweat and the Spanx combination with the, uh, you know, that area is generally warmer yeah. than the rest of your body. Correct. Uh, so it's giving her jock itch. Well, she's maybe lose the a, Spanx. She's got to put a cream on there. Go with something a little more free-flowing. Cream. You and the cream. <laughs> <laughs> put the cream on it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know women could get jock itch. Why not? Because they don't have jocks. Jock is a but wiener. They still, it's still a generally uh, an area of the body that's sort of... Um, it's a Petri dish. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's... What's the word I'm looking for? Not restrained. Um, it's enclosed. Enclosed. And there's another word. It's just not coming to me because it's 5.30 in the morning. I slept about three hours last night. It's like a you never see a greenhouse and how it's like always like foggy in there because yeah. like it's moist. Mm. Moisture. Oh, careful, people. I That is a Al, that is such a hot button word. You say that around yeah. people, they get angry. Yeah, Certain women people. do not like the word Not just moist. women. I've met, like, they like get the, the shivers. It freaks them out. Like even if I'm at uh, Father's Day. And we're having a slice of cake, and I go, oh, this cake is very moist. Yeah. Nice. People, People don't like that. Do they don't. I never quite, I'm a, I like the word. I think it's a good Me descriptive too. word. Duncan Hines cake with Betty Crocker icing moist. is moist. Right. And it's delicious. And you're right about your original point. It's an area that can definitely get moist. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, about jockage. Right. Yeah. Spank face. <laughs> <laughs> what a combination. <laughs> Oh, boy. But she said she has to wear the Spanx because she's got a whole bunch of uh, outfit changes and in order for them all to fit properly. Okay. Spank it up. You know they have Spanx for men as well? Spank it up. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. 
you want like a slimming section for your stomach. Yeah, I could probably use that right about now, to be honest with you. Although, anytime, like if I, you know, sometimes like if I my belt's too tight, it causes me to have to go to the bathroom. How the hell could your belt be too tight? I'm just saying, it, not recently, but okay. in my life, there have been times when well, yeah, my belt's too tight. Applying and like, pressure to the bladder yeah. area, yeah. And I've also done this even recently. Like if I've had to go to the bathroom and I didn't want to go here at work because it's disgusting, and I'm gonna you, go. Okay, I'm you're talking go about the other. Yeah. All right. I will remove my belt for the ride home. Just loosen oh, things up a little really bit. Really mixing it up, Al, you rebel. No, no, I'm just saying it. It, it gives you an <laughs> extra. Yeah. It probably buys you an hour. Okay. And which you, is you what I make, need. And you got to make sure you don't apply too much pressure with the seatbelt. Correct. Over the lap area. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So all of you athletes out there, you and Adele have something in common. Now, what's different? Like Spanx Jokic. versus spandex. Like, what's the difference? Spanx is meant to uh, hold in your stomach. Okay, but spe- like, so for example, you know. Uh, athletes that wear like a base layer, like a spandex yeah. undershirt or whatever, like that's con- thought that's the, the word came to me, constricting. Constricting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess for athletes it's similar. But now I think the, the idea there isn't to. I don't think it's to you know hold in the stomach right. for appearance. I guess it ha- it's just you know base layer like wicking sweat. That's a wick is a word you see a lot with yes. like sports performance gear. Mm-hmm. Mm. The only Wicks people. Away. Who could wear Spanx where it would work is uh, fat offensive linemen. But then, but you you want your offensive linemen large and in charge, pushing people around. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's why they all slim up after they're done playing. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It looks crazy. Get rid of this weight. Enough already. Yeah. Like Jeff Saturday. Well, his big belly. The guy Sean on the, O'Hara. Yeah. The dude on the Giants, I was going to say. Chris Snee. Chris Snee. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you also mentioned Draymond Green is uh, declining his option with the Warriors. So now, uh, are teams going to be like potentially if he makes it to free agency? But the Warriors have been. Steve Kerr last month said, "If we don't get Draymond back, we're not a championship contender." So wait, so what is the what can the if he's if he's declining his option? Correct. Does that mean the Warriors still have? Well, until free agency opens, I think they can negotiate negotiate and sign him to a long term deal. I could be wrong about that, but I know that they are very interested in retaining him. Oh, okay. And I'm assuming once he heard his head coach and now the new GM, Mike uh, Dunleavy Jr., who took over for Bob Myers, basically said the same thing yesterday. It's like, oh, okay, there's all the leverage I need. I'll so, take that 27.6 per year on a multi-year deal instead of the one year I have left. Or, hey, while we're at it, let's bump it up to 30. Or why stop there? 35, 40. I mean, Bradley Beal is making 55, 50 to $55 million a year. So why not? Did you Do you buy that story that said the Knicks were heavy, heavily in for Bradley Beal? Or is that just uh you know fill in newspapers? Um, heavily. I'm heavily. Would, they said I heavily. Imagine they inquired. Inquired. Mm, that doesn't sound like heavily. That sounds like an inquiry. I don't know what they. So like the return for the Wizards in that deal outside of Chris Paul, who I don't think is going to stay there, is not great. They got a bunch of second round picks and pick swaps. So the Knicks have picks. I just don't know what player they would have had to send to Washington both from a return standpoint and in order to make the cap situation work. Because acquiring Bradley B, I I mean, he has a massive contract. So we're going to say not likely, heavily. Yeah, I would say no. Inquiry, not heavily. I would say kick the tires. Okay, or as Robert Solid said about uh, Dalvin Cook, we're going to turn the stones. Stones or rocks? 
We turn way. the rocks over Instead on that one. Instead of kick the tires, he went, yeah, we're going to turn the rocks or turn the stones over on that one. We will leave no stone unturned. That's, I think, he combined the two, I think, mm-hmm. is what he did. That happens sometimes. Yeah, sure. When you start talking off the top of your head. Absolutely. Especially in the moment. Yes. When you're, like right now, I couldn't think of constricting. Robert Sala standing at the the podium in a press conference. He can't pause. And like, Just give me a few minutes. I got to think about the words I'm looking for here. He's got to answer on the spot. Yeah, that's gotta that's gotta be weird for those guys. Like guys that aren't that experienced in in talking in front of the uh, press, because you know everything you say is going to be taken out of context. So then every word you choose, yeah. you're trying to be very careful with it. That's my theory on Aaron Boone's, you know, staccato and noises and all the things. Like I think he's in real time trying to very carefully choose his words and right. make sure he doesn't say anything that would be too revealing. That's just my theory. It could be wrong. Because you have all that entire room of uh, writers and broadcasters are looking for a little thing. They're sitting there waiting for it. Then we take it, and it also goes up on social media for anyone to listen to at any time. The team's posted on their website. Yeah, it is a weird system, right? Because we don't, we, we, like, I can't play Aaron Boone on the show. Why? Because he's boring. He says the same thing. We want them to be interesting, and then the moment they say something interesting, oh, well, oh, so-and-so said, we're going to blow it into a story, we're going to do the whole show on it, oh, my God, I can't believe this. What was he thinking? How could he say that? Yeah. The it is very hypocritical. We very smack hypocritical. them across the we face do. with yeah. their own I got to be fair about that. We, we do that. That's true. Not just us here, just in the Everywhere. business in general. Yeah. The business. The business of sports mm-hmm. media. Let's take a quick break here, CeeLo. When we come back, we've got... Uh, a couple, I've got uh, two NFL notes. I was going to say, we're about due for some NFL notes here. And then I have a, a weird, weird, wild stuff. Phil, Phil Mickelson note. <laughs> I'm going to start with that because this is a weird one. I mean, I, on one hand, I would say everything with Phil is weird. But on the other hand, I'd say, how many more weird things can he be involved in at this point? Well, we got one more. Great. And then uh, Gio will be here with Jerry Recco right at 6 o'clock. It's a good road rage song. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I've got CeeLo with me today. That's one you need driving in when you're like yeah. half asleep. you got to get going. Yeah, you put it just crank up Wake the Metallica. Up. This is Creeping Death. Yeah. That's a good name for a song. Creeping Death. Oh, yeah. Weird Phil Mickelson story. Weird wild Weird, stuff. wild stuff. So uh, this fellow wrote a book about uh, this uh, Alan Shipnuck. This has been out a number of years well, now, right? And he no, no, no. What? Alan Shipnuck huh? is the writer who right. covers golf, and okay. he's doing the book that is about Mickelson. And this is where the interview he did with Phil led to the comments about the Saudis and started all that drama last year. Oh, okay. And it's, I don't think it's actually been released. There's been like snippets of it that have kind of come out. But that was sort of what brought took the lid off everything with Mickelson and Liv and the Saudis and the his stepping away from the PGA Tour and him claiming that that was not an on-the-record conversation. So that has very much thrust Alan Shipnuck into the sort of the the lens of the golf world. I see. Because yeah. uh, his name was even familiar to me, CeeLo. Yes. And if his I know your name... has been in the news quite a bit the last year or so. And if I know your name and it involves golf, that's strange. <laughs> I, you're like a book about... 
This book about Alan Shipman. Well, he's not. He's the writer. <laughs> did I say the book about I think Alan Shipman? Something like that. Yeah. No, no. I I know he he wrote the gotcha. book about Phil Mickelson. Yeah. Um, he wrote a new afterword for the book. You know, there's a forward, uh-huh. and then there's an afterword. Right. And in the afterword of the book, he said that uh, Phil was friends with this uh, this golfer Pat Perez. Yes, who's now also on the Live Tour. Okay, Pat Perez, and he said that they've been known each other for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, Phil Mickelson was out to dinner with Pat Perez and his wife. And when Pat Perez got up to go to the bathroom, Phil decided to show Pat Perez's wife a picture that he has on his phone uh-huh. that she found offensive. Was it his wiener? I mean, what else would it be? That's what this is, seems like it is, right? I, again, what he else would it be? showed the guy's wife his schween? Old Brett Favre situation? Yeah, but that's weird. Of Well, obviously. Mickelson seems like a weird guy. What else? I mean, it could have been him in a towel, like without showing anything. And I'm going to touch it and take a picture. Penis. (laughs) It could be offensive. Or him, like, you know, bent over, showing off his behind. Yeah. Him on a toilet. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. I would love more information on this. Of course you would. Shipnock just bringing Mickelson down one story at a time. <laughs> this is great. Could have been him voting for a Democrat. I mean, anything. We don't know. It's something good, offensive. Eddie. It was oh. offensive. And now then listen, I guess, why would you wait for Pat to leave the table if it wasn't... Risqué? Yeah. I guess he thought, like, men think that's very alluring to women. Some really seem to think that, yeah. Like they go, I, if, we need a lot more context here, I'll yeah. say that. Like, if I show this woman a picture of my nude self, she won't be able to control herself and she'll leave Pat Perez for me. And I think they're buddies, no? They were very good friends for a very long time. So this this ended the friendship? Correct. Really? Yes. Huh. He he said that Phil, he wouldn't get into it. Pat Perez wouldn't get into it. Other than to say Phil crossed the line. I was going to say it seemed like a cross the line moment. It's a cross the line. That was a big cross the line. He said, listen, I've known Phil Mickelson for a very long time. Phil's enjoying all that guaranteed money because he certainly made a lot of enemies along the way here. It's amazing we're not that far removed from him winning that PGA Championship at 50 in Kiowa, Kiowa Island. And it's like a complete 180 since then. Yeah. Some guys can't get out of their own way. Some guys I have guess. photos of some guys have offensive photos of themselves on their phone to show people. I just it's amazing to me that this book is about him, but like there's been multiple controversies that have come out just from the dealings in and around him before the book's even been released. I can't believe this book hasn't been released. I don't yet. think it has. I keep in the upcoming book and the upcoming book. Like there again, there have been I think. Um, what's the God? My I cannot think of words this come morning. On. What are they when they release portions of it? What are they? They call that an excerpt. An excerpt. Thank you. That is the word I was looking for. Yep. I think they've done some of that. Some Certainly ones. the stuff in, from the conversation about the Saudis, which mm-hmm. came back to bite him. Kind of. I mean, it depends where you stand on it. It's like, well, how much did it bite him? Look at all the money that lives guaranteed him, I guess. Okay. I'm on the Simon & Schuster webpage. We have a release date for this it's, bad boy? It looks like you could buy it right now. Oh, you can? Yeah. Oh. Well, what do I know? List priced eighteen ninety nine. Okay, so maybe this was in a this was an addition. It's yeah. an afterward. Afterward. Yep. But like that probably wasn't part of the original release, or else right. we would have heard about it. This Correct. Is new. This is new. This Get is current the, news. This is current fresh news. Huh. That's right. So the guy publishes the book, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Oh, this is a juicy nugget. I got to get this in the 
the next edition. We're yes. Slap this on the back for the afterward. Who wrote the for the forward? The forward. Does it not say sure. there? No? But I, this was released May second. All right, so not that long ago. Not long ago, it did come out. So yes, that's uh, exciting stuff about Phil Mickelson's got. Uh, so if you go out to dinner with Phil Mickelson, do not leave your wife at the table. People like to take selfies with the penises. <laughs> the penis. Just, I would say this: if you go to dinner with Phil Mickelson, don't get a lot of drinks. Don't drink a lot of water. You just sit there next to your wife, because otherwise Phil's gonna break out his phone and the yeah. photos app. The, and then you're in trouble. The rip-roaring, and then in parentheses, <laughs> and unauthorized with an exclamation point. Biography. Oh, it of is unauthorized. I think probably not until the whole thing with the Saudis. Then I think it, it probably on. was authorized right. up until that point, and then that was the line of demarcation. Nope, no longer Because Phil sat down with this guy, right? The guy had interviews with him. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, think, well, he, I think he interviews a lot of people in the golf world. He's. I mean, that's his... He's a... He's a golf writer slash reporter, I think. Do you like when like a documentary or a book like this has the person involved who's the subject or when they're not involved? Where do you think you get the most truth? It's a great question. Yeah. Um I think if the, the per- I like hearing from the person, but I also know that the stories that come from others are probably gonna have maybe the most here's truth when, to them. Here's where I think it's best. When the the subject is the subject of the documentary or book is is interviewed, but they don't get final say. Yeah, right. They like, don't have editorial. Yeah, yeah. Like this Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary, Geo brought up the other day. He is very. He's in the whole thing. They're talking to him, but it's pretty open. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that. I like when somebody gets to a point in their life where they just. Let it rip. Let it rip. Yeah. Got nothing to hide. No, exactly. Come at me. Come at me. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Like some of the Tiger Woods stuff I've really enjoyed. He said, nope, not part of it. But that's yeah. his MO. He's, you know, he's very private. Right. And at some point down the road, we might get a, a, I don't a really so. solid sit down Tiger Woods interview. No. Where we hear everything. I don't think so. A Netflix series. Don't think so. A 10 part 30 for 30 Tiger Woods. No. Man, I want to. Anytime all... he speaks into a microphone, it's. Very polished, very a lot of uh, a lot of standard cliches, cliche stock answers. So he's never sat down and been interviewed and answered questions when his wife chased down his truck with the with the golf club um, smashing the windows. Right? I think he's he's probably did a did he do a Barbara he did that, Walters? Remember that he did that very uncomfortable press conference? Yeah. After that went down, where he was like awkwardly reading off a script. Yes. Like very slowly. He looked awful. He was all bloated. It was weird. He's all bloated up. He had himself I think some he's done a few. One, he's just sit down one on ones, but that all comes through his um, his his management guy. Yeah. God, well, I'm, that's what my I mean. brain we is need, not working this morning. But need, that's all. Hey, you can't ask this. He's not going to answer that. You know. We need to get some distance. Some more years down the road, we'll get a really good uh, Tiger Woods yeah, interview. I don't know that his personality is going to lend to that. Tiger Woods sits down for four hours with Joe Rogan. And by the way, by the, if and when that, when he gets to that point, who's how many people are really going to care? I'll still care. I'm interested. I will, but I mean, the masses probably not. Yeah. I mean, people love the Last Dance with Jordan. Correct. Now he had say on all that was his baby. He owned the footage. Right. That was his production. That was still great and it compelling. Great. But there were sides of it that you know you didn't get everyone. No Isaiah Thomas. Scott, he, you know Scottie Pippen was made to look like a moron basically, and now they've got beef. Jordan and Charles Barkley still on the outs. That's true. So 
But I mean, looked, as good as it was, yeah, there were some missing pieces, or just you know, you're getting it from mostly one perspective. But like uh, Geo brought up about the the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary that's on Netflix now. H- had Geo not talked about it, I have. I, if you ask me, do you care about a Arnold Schwarzenegger no documentary? I'd be like, don't care. But it's very interesting. What is Eddie doing in there? He wants to know what we're doing in here. Oh, okay. Taking <laughs> a break. Is it that time? I yep. guess. I don't know. Amy Lawrence has a sports she does, I yeah. bet. About sports. Yes. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Ah, welcome back. There will not be any of me being uncomfortable trying to fill this last segment. Better like hurry up. Yesterday. Get something in here. By the way, you see that dude on the Marlins hitting 400 again. Yep. He uh, went five for five yesterday. Second time in like three days. Lewis, and the third time this month. It's Lewis, Luis, not Lewis. Whatevs. Arise. Luis, arise. I was going to say that. I was going to nail that perfectly. Yeah, arise. Lewis was off to a good start. WFAN. <laughs> WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 